Hey everyone, I hope you're doing great today. So today's topic is something that is really culturally uh, relevant and something that I think every single Christian should be aware of. And the title for this podcast is called Should Christians Support Black Lives Matters? And this is specifically for the movement and the organization um, that, as we know, is basically, you know, just just uh what are you what do you call it just completely going across the nation it's a it's affecting sports it's affecting schools it's affecting all of us individually and we're going to talk about this today because for me personally i found some interesting things about the organization and about the co-founders themselves um that i you know i kind of just ended up just kind of stumbling into and this was something that in a sense it gave me so much um conviction, you know, to, that I have to share it, that I have to share it with anybody who's willing to listen, um, especially Christ followers, especially people who are following Jesus. Um, so like I said, as we know, uh, BLM has spread across the states. Um, this movement is continuing, is continuing to impact cities, sports teams, and, um, and, you know, the question is, as disciples of Jesus Christ, what do we do about this? And do we support this organization? Now, I need to be very clear about something. Black Lives Matters, the statement in general, is very true. And I fully agree with it. And I fully support the statement that, yes, Black Lives Matters, African-American lives matters. And I totally understand that people are using that statement um, because of the injustice that is happening against black people um, in our our culture today, in, you know, times past. I fully understand that statement. So apart from the organization itself, if you say that statement, I 100% agree with it, as should anybody, you know, and I know some people don't like it, like people saying this, but just like Black Lives Matters, white people's lives matters, Asian people's lives matters, like every single person matters in the kingdom of God, every single person is made in the image of God, in humanity itself, we all matter, and that's something that I'm not going to argue with, and neither should you, and also something I just need to be clear with, racism is against God's heart, and if you're a Christian, you cannot be racist, see racism is a form of hate it's a form of having something against somebody just because of the color of their skin if you are a genuine christ follower you cannot have hate in your heart it doesn't mean you'll never struggle with it but hate and racism is another form of sin and sin is something that every single person every single christ follower we battle with it we struggle with it god is in that process of bringing us all through sanctification um we are all in that process of sanctification. But as we follow Jesus, you know, God is a God of love. We know that first John says that God is love. And as we are being sanctified, as we're being transformed from the inside out, he changes our hearts to love those around us. So he calls us to love our enemies. He calls us to love our neighbor. He calls us to love anybody and everybody, whether we agree with them or not, or whether they agree with us or not. So I need to be very clear. And I'm not going to get on a soapbox about this because this is is something that Christians can't argue with. Racism is sin. Racism cannot exist in the heart of a genuine Christ follower who is being changed and transformed into the image of God. So we need to make that clear before we dive into the rest of this podcast.
So a few weeks ago, and if you're all personal friends with mine, you probably saw this on my Instagram. Um, a few weeks ago, I ran into a video of an interview of one of the Black Lives Matters Inc. co-founder, and her name is Patrice Cullors. And I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm saying it wrong, I greatly apologize. <laughs> but this was a video I saw, and I'm just pulling up right now. Um, it was a video from the Folly Museum at UCLA, and this video it's on youtube and you can look it up um, it's called a prayer for the runner by patrice colors and it's a really interesting video and i'll just um read the description it's a live performance by patrice colors followed by a talk back with melina abdullah and the premiere of Patrice Cullors' newest performance piece, a public act of mourning centered on a prayer she co-wrote with Damon Turner, prompted by the modern-day lynching of Ahmad Arbery. Talk back to follow with Melina Abdullah, touching on grief, parent-child relationships, and healing. So it's funny. The way I found this video, I actually found this from just being on Instagram. Um, somebody that I follow posted something from another podcast, and the the quote that was being shared from this video was very concerning. I will um, get into that in a few minutes, but it's very concerning. So my interest was really intrigued, and I just started to hunt for the video. I It was not easy to find because um, I didn't have the title of it. I didn't know Know where to look but lo and behold I ran into it and I found it and I watched the whole thing um the video is about an hour and um the first half of the video um is exactly that it's the it's the performance by Patrice Cullors and um it's a really interesting video if you take the time to watch it um you will notice that there is some um, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, maybe rituals, um, different prayers and practices that if you are full of the Holy Spirit, you might be uncomfortable with. It might be something that um, is giving you red flags. And it's really interesting what the what her rituals and the performance that that she was doing. Um, it was just really interesting. And um, so yeah, if you are curious, you can go check it out yourself. It's called Prayer for the Runner by Patrice Cullors. Um, but when we went, when we got into the talk back between Patrice Cullors, who, by the way, she is one of the co-founders of BLM, and the person that she's talking with, Melina Abdullah, she is the co-founder, founder or co-founder, I can't remember, of the LA chapter of BLM. So these two ladies, they are both heavily involved in Black Lives Matters. And this is something that, um, so as I started to listen to the video, you know, um, it was really interesting some of the quotes that they were saying. And not only interesting, but very concerning as somebody who follows Jesus. And I am going to read some of these quotes for you right now. And I'm going to pull it up really quick. So after watching this video, these were some of the quotes I pulled. So the first one. As you say their name, you kind of evoke, invoke that spirit, and that spirit becomes present with you. You become very intimate with the spirits that you call on regularly. So this quote, they were referring to um, those who have recently been murdered at the hands of cops. So uh, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, um, these people, Patrice and Melina, they were specifically saying that as you say their name, so you probably have seen it on Instagram or on the internet, um, where people who are in the Black Lives Matters movement, not everybody, but some people can get very demanding and they're saying like, say their name, say 
their name and they want you to say Brianna Taylor. They want you to say George Floyd. Like they want you to say their names. So when you hear a quote like this, and once again, I'll repeat it. Uh, they said that as you say their name, you kind of evoke, invoke that spirit and that spirit becomes present with you. You become very intimate with the spirits that you call on regularly. Uh, what? <laughs> very interesting, right? Next quote. Ancestral worship is very important. I started to feel personally connected and responsible to them. And another quote, I believe so many of them work through us. Whoa, this is very concerning, right? Another quote, hashtags for us are way more than hashtags. They are literally resurrecting spirits so we can get the work done. Hmm, interesting. Next quote. When we call out our ancestors, we call them out for specific purposes. Another quote. This movement is much more than a racial racial and social justice movement. At its core, it's a spiritual movement. Okay. <laughs> and last quote I have right now. Spirituality is a true center of Black Lives Matters. And when you go through the video, when you watch it in its full, you'll learn and you'll hear from Patrice Cullors and um, Melina Abdullah that they are saying themselves that they cannot separate spirituality from the movement. And like I just said in this one quote, spirituality is a core center of Black Lives Matters. Now, if you are a Jesus follower and you are listening to me, you should have red flags popping up. This is something that is very, very concerning and something in a way, you know, as we are learning, okay, Black Lives Matters is more than a racial and social justice movement. This is a quote from some of the co-founders of BLM. They are saying this themselves. What does that say for Jesus followers? Should we be participating in this movement? Should we be giving them money? Should we be supporting them? I think not. So one thing that is talked a lot about um, in this video and one of the quotes that I read says it and even in the first half of the video when Patrice Cullors is doing her ritual, um, they are talking about ancestral worship. Um, it's something that they are saying is very important. Um, in the video, you can see that Patrice is um, reciting prayers and saying different things about ancestors and reciting that's what it is. It's reciting prayers to ancestors. And this is something that once again, oh my goodness, we need to pay attention to because praise be to God that the Bible addresses ancestral worship. Praise God that we have the word of God, which is truth and exposes lies. And God has given us a book to lead us into abundant life, to lead us down the plans that he has for us. And he gives us a book to show us the things that we shouldn't be practicing. So in Deuteronomy 18, and I'm going to start at verse 9, it says this. It says, when you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the, the, the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist, or who consults the dead. That is Deuteronomy 
Deuteronomy 18, 11, that says it right there. Do not have anything to do with somebody who consults with the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. So right here in Deuteronomy 18, God is warning us about occult practices. Now, yes, this is specifically to Israel. I understand that. But when you look into the New Testament as well, you can see specifically in the book of Acts where the New Testament church has many encounters with people who are also engaged in witchcraft, in sorcery, in spells, in different occult practices. So we can see that in Old Testament and in New Testament, God addresses these issues. And ancestral worship is an occult practice. It is something that is not honoring to God. It is something that uh, a Christ follower cannot support or cannot be engaged in. And when people in this movement, when the co-founders of the Black Lives Matters movement is basically admitting to the fact, like, they're not hiding it, they're not shying away from it, they're not apologizing for it. They are saying that ancestral worship is very important in what they do. That is so concerning, and there is no way that us as Christians can get around that. Um, I, I really hope that what I'm sharing with you is convicting you and showing you that, oh my gosh, like I can't support this organization. I can't take part in this organization because it's completely contradictory to what the word of God um, teaches me. It completely goes against the kingdom of God and the things that Jesus has for us. Like, like this organization is filled with darkness. And what's really interesting because you know, as I was listening to um, the video, um, you know, Patrice Cullors and the woman she was talking to, Melina Abdullah, uh, they seem like very sweet people. And um, me talking about this, like I'm not attacking who they are. I'm not attacking their character. Um, but part of me wonders if they are engaged in these practices, but they don't even realize that what they're engaging is 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 demonic. Um, I, I wonder, I wonder if they don't even realize that they are caught in deception, that they're caught in lies. Um, and, and that's something that should break our hearts. And that's something that should lead us to pray for them. Um, pray for Patrice Cullors. Pray for the founders of Black Lives Matters. Pray for Melina Abdullah, that they would um, see truth, that they would come to know Jesus, that the veil would be lifted from their eyes and that they would see um, truth versus lies, darkness versus um, the light, and that they would come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Um, because one thing that's very common, whether you are in occult practices, whether you are participating in witchcraft, whether you are in the new age, or whether you are living your life pursuing riches and happiness and the American dream, um, sometimes there is, um, not sometimes, but there is a deception that can come over you where you don't even realize that you're doing something wrong. And as Jesus followers, we know that if somebody is participating in um, ancestral worship or occult practices, um, they're messing with demonic things. They're messing with the devil who hates them, who hates us, who hates humanity, who wants to see us destroyed. And um, people who are participating in these practices, they might not know that, you know, and I've heard stories, I've heard testimonies of people who have been in the new age who didn't even realize that they were doing anything wrong. 
you know, they got they got swept in. Um, some of the things that they're doing works. Um, you know, one thing that uh, uh, Patrice Colors actually says in her video is that as they were engaging in um, the spirituality part of Black Lives Matters, they were doing it for protection. You know, she said she was like, and I, I'm completely paraphrasing. Um, I, I need to go back and listen to it, but I'm kind of, uh, it's kind of coming to me, so that's why I'm talking about it. But Patrice Cullors were say, was saying that like the spirituality aspect was becoming more important because because she needed protection to do the work that they wanted to do. Um, so for them, it's like as they are engaging in these practices, practices and these rituals like it's working for them and I feel like sometimes as Christians and Christ followers we can kind of become blind to the things that um not to the things of the enemy but the fact that the enemy he he is real like we know that God is all-powerful we know that God is completely in control and the enemy only exists because God is allowing him to exist like God has full control and full power over everything in this world um, so for Patrice Collars, like she's participating in these things and it's working. Like they, like she said that like so many of, of these, um, these people, these spirits are working through them. She's participating in the spiritual aspect of it for protection. Um, you know, so it's, it's just really interesting where as Christians, it's like you hear something like this and and it's just like, man, like, like the devil's not even hiding anymore. Like, like not that he ever hid. Like, I mean, he's very sly and crafty and sneaky, but this is something where, where it's like, you hear this conversation and you're just like, wow, like, like, like the devil is just like full force, just going at it. And, um, and, but I, I just need to say that once again, that, you know, for produce callers, for the women in this, in this video, um, just pray for them, you know, like just pray for their salvation, pray for their eyes to be open to, um, see truth, to see Jesus. Now, I really hope that this episode and just the information that I had to share, um, really was eye-opening for you, um, as a Christian, as a Christ follower, um, as Christians, we just need wisdom in this day, in this hour, in this season, and just within our culture. Um, obviously, there is so much going on. There is so much that is coming against um, Christians and conservatives. And my prayer for all of us is that we would have a very strong spiritual backbone, <laughs> that we wouldn't back down, that we wouldn't shy away from our faith, that we wouldn't apologize for the word of God, for truth, for what we believe in. Um, just to remind all of us, we are in this for eternity. You know, we are in a spiritual war for souls for people who are either going to spend eternity with Jesus forever and ever or for people who are going to spend eternity apart from God. Like that is the ultimate battle that we are all in. And I want to remind you that if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that God made you for such a time as this, that your place, that your voice, that your prayers, that your witness matters exactly where you're at. And the kingdom of God needs all of us. 
It doesn't matter if you are a grandmother watching her grandkids or if you are in the office or if you're a preacher or a teacher or um, whatever. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're at. Your voice and your influence matters in the kingdom of God in this day and in this hour. And I'm praying that God would strengthen all of us, that he would encourage all of us. I'm praying that we would all get into the word and have that intimacy with God, that that, that intimacy with God would just be so developed in each and every one of us that we would live that we will learn how to live and walk by the spirit of God Um, just like I said in the last episode that we need the Holy Spirit's power and activity in our lives now more than ever and once again if you have given your life to Jesus like he is with you he is with you in this very hour it doesn't matter if you feel him or not you need to know in your heart and in your mind you need to know without a shadow of a doubt that God is with you and that he is using you and he wants to continue to walk with you day in and day out to fulfill the plans that he has placed on your life in this day and in this hour. And I'm going to close out with a with a scripture that I just think is very important for all of us right now. And it's Matthew 10, 16. And it says, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. And that is something that we all need. We all need greater wisdom, supernatural wisdom in this day and in this hour. We need to be as innocent as doves. We need to live above reproach, live according to the word, live in holiness and impurity. Um, live a life that is separated from sin. Don't buy into the lie that you can be you know, living in sin, living in darkness, but yet still follow Jesus. Yes, God's grace is there. Yes, God's forgiveness is, is there. But if we are living in in sin, if we are not um, allowing God to separate us from sin, to sanctify us, to consecrate us, to set us apart from sin and the ways of this world, we won't be effective for the kingdom of God. So wherever you're at, whatever season God has you in right now, continue to pursue him. He loves you with with everything. And I just pray that we would all learn how to love him in return with all of our heart and, you know, to do exactly that, to fulfill the plans that he has for all of us. So if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to reach out and I'm praying for you and I'll see you next time on the Garden Heart Podcast.